Adulting. I'm Micah Keneally. And I'm Josiah Keneally. And we are your hosts, so thank you so much for joining us. And if you are joining us for the very first time, you have no idea how you can get connected. Josiah, how can they get and stay connected? Check this out. First of all, it's a joy to come into your YouTube experience. It's a joy to come into your headphones, your car stereo, your earbuds, your AirPods, wherever you're listening. Mm -hmm. First of all, thanks for joining us on this journey and this conversation. And if you'd like more episodes like this, we drop new episodes every Friday to help you launch into the weekend strong. We're answering questions that you, the audience and the listeners are actually asking each week. We dive into one question on the subject of faith, Mm -hmm. life, or adulting. And if you find this content helpful, be sure to share it with a friend. Yeah, and you can share, you can rate, you can review. Let us know your questions if you want to follow up question to anything that we've unpacked and you're saying, hey, I want to hear a little more about this. Or can you take us there? Hey, we are happy to do that. So we're happy to go there even today with a question that we have that is a tough topic to tackle. And I don't know if we're ever actually going to come to a 100% conclusion or overcome this as humans but we have the ability to team up with somebody who can help us and that is the one and only jesus christ himself so josiah what in the world are they asking us today today's question we're diving in deep y'all and this is an important conversation Mm -hmm. to have and it it, i know it means a lot to me it's important to me and it's important to you as the listener as well right so thanks for asking it it says i'm struggling with my mental health what should i do struggling with Mm -hmm. mental health what should i do what should i do you guys that is a phenomenal question and i feel like coming out of covid every american and everybody across the globe has probably come up against something when it comes to the umbrella of mental health Mm -hmm. whether it's you personally struggling whether it's somebody that you're living with whether it's a family member a roommate maybe a significant other or somebody special in your life and they could be wrestling with a lot of different things and including yourself so the question is how do we deal with mental health and first and foremost we want you to know that we do not have all the answers that we are not the answer as your co-hosts or pastors or friends or however you know us or don't know us we just want to say that right off the bat we are not like these doctors that have everything figured out we are not clinically subscribing prescribing whatever telling you how to do what to do or how to do it but we do know that when it comes to certain things Josiah's experienced I've experienced you as a listener probably have your own story obviously but we just want to put that out there right away but we can team up with somebody who can expose our own faults our own stressors our own lifestyles and traumas coming to the surface and so we when we think about this when we come alongside this question we're going to look at just like just the practicality of it the biblical context and then also some personal story that Mm -hmm. we're going to come into it Mm -hmm. and just because if you are a, a leader if you're a listener if you're a pastor if you're an influencer we are not exempt we are humans every single one of us is a human and so we all are exposed or have the ability to deal with different layers of mental health some healthy some not so healthy but how do we come to grips with the fact that we're not perfect we're never going to be perfect but there are some things that we can control um, in our environments that do affect us internally right yeah So Josiah, like, what do you want to unpack first for the listener when it comes to this question? First, and you touched on it, babe, but Micah, being a Christian or being a Christ follower does not mean that we're exempt from mental health struggles. Right. 
and these things are really common and they have been mm -hmm. even throughout history throughout presidents of the United States throughout leaders, if you read their biographies, and even when you read scripture. Right. I love the Psalms because one minute David is dancing and worshiping and praising God, and the next mm -hmm. he's facing despair. I love right. the, the story of um, 1 Kings 18. Hmm. Elijah calls down fire from heaven on Mount Carmel, and fire falls. And he, he wins the battle against all of the prophets of Baal. And right after that, hmm. he has a super downer. He is. And, and so sometimes we look at a major event just happened. There's delayed stresses. Yeah. Sometimes there's major battles or victories in our life or incredible things. And it's almost um, a down because you're coming off of adrenaline. Right. And your brain produces chemicals. Your body has chemical reactions. And I just want to say this. To set somebody free mm. it's okay not to be okay mm -hmm. our prayer and we believe when right. we read the bible god's desire isn't for you to stay not okay right but it is okay not to be okay but just don't camp out there and live there for very long if you can help that right mm -hmm. or ask for help or seek some type of assistance in that process i love what karen hagan her and her husband scott are the leaders and president of mm -hmm. north central university mm -hmm. she told us this one time hard times come to pass they don't come to stay mm, that's good and yep. you may not feel that reality experientially in this moment it may right. feel more like the struggle the down and out and so this today is going to be a message of hope mm -hmm. so if you or someone you love is struggling um, let's jump into this conversation and we're really like Micah said our heart is we're pastors and ministers of the gospel so we can help you grow in your faith and find godly community I'll say this if your issue is clinical mm -hmm. be it depression uh, be it anxiety be it a diagnosis of another kind of course see your doctor your mm -hmm. primary care giver and I'd even go one step further in this to say find a Christian counselor or therapist mm -hmm. and I have found tremendous healing mm -hmm. and tremendous value in having a counselor and having a therapist and um, those things are really important in counseling is super helpful it's super right. helpful and it's super healthy and I want to say to somebody today that if you're struggling there is help right there is hope and there is healing that's available to you, of course, through the power of the cross, mm -hmm. as well as through holistic well-being. Mm -hmm. That's definitely right. And we just want to kind of lean in, like as pastors, there's a couple ways, like Josiah said, we can help you grow. We can help you grow in your faith and in God's community. And I would say how important it is to have a community around you. A godly community that can help hold up your arms when you're struggling, that can pray for you when you're down and out. When stuff hits the fan, they're right there at your front door knocking and say, how can I help? Come stay with me. How can I bless you? Let's go get groceries. Let's go work out. Let's go on a trip. Let's pray about this. Let's, you know, get you the help that you need. Whatever it is, is to have people who can call you up and out when you're down and out. Hmm. And I think that's an awesome realization to know that just as hungry as you are as a listener to have godly community, there's somebody else listening to this who is starving for the same thing. And sometimes we are too scared as humans to be vulnerable enough 
to let people into our messy, let people into our life, or even befriend somebody because we've been hurt, we feel broken, maybe we feel like abused or bruised or kind of just, you know, sitting on the side of the road wondering, does anybody even see me? Let me say, one, God sees you, God knows you, God wants your heart, he wants your hurt, he wants your hangups, he wants every aspect of what you're walking through, number one. Two, there are people that are doing community like you're desiring. It's just maybe you haven't had the invitation, but maybe you need to start becoming the inviter and you need to start becoming the person who is reaching out versus expecting other people to reach out to you. So it's a two-way street when it comes to that, but also recognizing when a godly community is around you, it generally comes from small groups. It's organic. Um, You can't replicate it. It's just doing life side by side or together uh, and finding it sometimes in the local church can be a very helpful place, mm-hmm. even though maybe some of you have experienced a church as a very hurtful place. And I would just encourage you to, to go back to that memory bank, to work through that, that hurts. Maybe you need to experience some freedom in that area and ask for forgiveness from the Lord or forgiveness from a person or ask for forgiveness from an offense that has taken place. Because I think a lot of times that hold us captive from preventing us from stepping into a community mm-hmm. is we've kind of been burned in the past. Yeah. And I'm not negating the fact that those those are real encounters. I've been hurt in the past. Josiah's been hurt. Mm-hmm. But it's are we going to be the hands and feet of Christ that offer, you know, the better hand of saying, you know what, what you did was not okay, but I forgive you. And just because we, you know, can overcome this mm-hmm. doesn't mean they have to be best friends. Doesn't mean they have to be in close proximity with each other, but it does give us an opportunity to be in right standing with one another. So I would just say, if you've had those hurts, that's a form of maybe a trauma. Maybe you're scared to step into a community again. You're scared to step into a therapist's office again, or just whatever that is. And I just want to just speak life into that, that freedom is waiting on the other side of that fear. And so it's whether or not we're going to face it. I'm not saying it's going to fix any and all things, but it's it's a start for you to say, I'm willing and open to experience something better than what I've been settling for. So that's what I would say. Community has those abilities to offer you, even if the communities themselves have hurt. So. Wow. Yeah, and I'm sure there's more than this, but in our notes, in our prayer and preparation for this conversation, we wrote down about eight areas, there are eight areas that we wanna share of Mm -hmm. where you can pursue and seek health and holistic well-being because we want, we're we're whole beings Mm -hmm. and we want wholeness in our life and health and well-being. So here are eight areas of well-being that you can seek health in and the first is hydration. I just saw Micah, you took a sip That's my last sip, I was regretting I didn't fill it up again <laughs> but I mean our bodies are made up of what percent of water and our brain is what percent of water so especially in the heat of summer in the peak of summer hydration is the first the second is nutrition eating a certain number of meals and snacks mm-hmm. a day and eating from the healthy food groups not all sugar mm-hmm. not all you know trans fats and carbs and stuff like that the third is sleep mm. fourth area is exercise Fifth area is looking at your calendar, putting it as a blank canvas before God and saying, would Mm, you help me 
honor you with healthy ways of stewarding my time. Yeah. I think the sixth area is technology. Mm-hmm. Looking at, do I need to wear blue light glasses? Do I need to reduce the number of screen time that I have? Or what's my addiction to my smartphone? Right. So right. that's kind of that sixth area. The seventh is faith. Mm, right. Prayer, journal, worship, uh, scripture. Isn't it amazing when you turn on worship music? Mm-hmm how the atmosphere spiritually and physically changes. Seriously. We see this with Saul, Israel's mm-hmm. first king of the people of God, mm-hmm. head and shoulders above everyone else, and he was tormented by evil spirits. Mm-hmm. He was facing not only a mental health crisis, mm-hmm. but a spiritual battle. And many of those times, it can, it can feel like both. Right. And we see that, and we see Saul brought in David to play the harp. He was a little shepherd boy. And David was a worshiper. <laughs> And he wrote these psalms. And you can mm-hmm. just imagine him singing Psalm 23 over the king. The mm-hmm. Lord is my shepherd. Mm-hmm. I shall not want. And even just saying those words now brings healing to this atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And and the last Micah had talked about the eighth area is Christian community. Mm-hmm. Surrounding ourselves in our living spaces, in our faith communities, and in our life with people who can hold our arms up. Who we right. can be real and say, I'm not okay, but would you pray with me? Right. Can we go to right. a baseball game? Can we grab some some mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A and, and pray together? You know, right. so those are eight areas. And um, I think we could do two things to close. Is one, uh, I would love to just share one part of my story, if that's okay. And then we'll close with um, just a prayer and an opportunity for mm-hmm. us as this listening community. And 20 years ago, this week. Really? 20 years ago, this week, my uncle passed away. So oh, I have not seen my uncle 20 mm. years. He took his life. So what that means is he has two daughters and now seven grandchildren. He never saw his daughters get married. And he, maybe eight grandkids, he never met any of his eight grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just want to tell somebody who's listening, mm. please stay here. Yeah. There's hope, Mm -hmm. there's help, there's healing that's available to you. And my life's never been the same because it's been impacted. Our family tree looks different without my uncle. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just want to say that, that life is worth living. Mm -hmm. Suicide is never the answer. And yet it's part of my story. story. And it's part of, um, it might be part of your story as the listener. It might be part of your family tree. And you can have a different legacy. Mm -hmm. You can have a different future. And um, I've personally, ever since that, I remember the first few years were the hardest. Mm-hmm. And um, learning to cope. And I had tension headaches. I had my own challenge that I've openly shared about with mental health, with perfectionism, with literally tight muscles, tension headaches, perfectionism. Right. It was paralyzing to me. Right. And uh, those headaches were debilitating. But I have experienced the healing power of Jesus and I've not had those tension headaches in about 17 years. It's amazing. Yeah. And so I just want to share that part of overcoming mm-hmm. that we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. And, um, I just believe that God has healing power through counseling, mm-hmm. through prayer, through Christian community, through those eight areas we shared. And I think the biggest 
transformation that any of us on earth can experience is the power of the transformation of the blood of Jesus through the power of the cross. Right. Can you take us there? Yeah. I think even before we go there, why do we share those eight things with you today? Because those are eight things that every human, for the most part, has control over in their life, right? We have the ability, if you're living in America, to stay hydrated, to hopefully sleep, to do some form of exercise, put healthy food in our body, um, have a calendar that we don't surrender to anybody but the Lord, um, to look at your screen time, your phone time, sit your faith, like a faith aside, look at journal, prayer, community, all those different eight components. Those are things that you as a listener and you as a human get to advocate for yourself. And I think sometimes when we're stuck in this infamous loop of whatever it is, it could be anything we've talked about today. It could even be negative thinking. It impacts all these eight areas. But when we recognize, realize, and step back and say, wow, I actually have a say in a lot more of my life than I thought I did. And I have a responsibility and a mandate from God to take care of my body, which is a temple of the Lord, if I'm calling myself a believer, to say, okay, Lord, I'm going to do these eight things. And there's more than just these eight things that we get to you know, do and stuff. But I'm just saying like these eight pillars, quote unquote, if you want to adopt that, mm-hmm. is simply saying, wow, I can sleep. I can set up a schedule from from work to working out to exercising to finding a community and almost look at it as it as an assignment from the Lord to say, I'm going to steward this body, this vessel as to the best of my ability so I can live the longest life I possibly can all for the glory of God. And like Josiah is talking about, there's a transformation that can take place today. Maybe you feel like the internal turmoil, there's an internal transformation that can take place inwardly, but it's going to have outward ramifications. Meaning the person who you are in this very moment does not have to be the person you're choosing to stay you get to choose today whom you will serve will it be the lord jesus christ recognizing and realize that he was fully man and he was fully god who died on a cross for us in our place of our sin of our deceitfulness from the past present and future sin that he he took on the cross he put on his own shoulders and stood stood in our place died in our place rose again three days later for the opportunity for us as humans to say yes to Jesus, to get to be with him someday in heaven. So there's a life outside of the life that we're living on this earth, but there's a transformation that can take place today in your heart, in your situations, in your circumstances, and in your future Mm -hmm. that you have an opportunity to say yes. And I'm just gonna have Josiah pray. And if you feel like that's me, like, what I'm in right now is too much for me to bear. Guess what? God wants to take that burden. God wants to step in. He sent his son to do it. And you can have a radical transformation experience today. So Josiah, I'm going to have you just pray. And if you want to hold out your hands, if you want to close your eyes, if you want to repeat what Josiah is saying, or if you want to receive in your heart what God is saying, it's you recognizing and realize that you are not God. You are not designed to be in control of your life. You're in the driver's seat, you're exhausted, you're tired, you don't know where you're going. And God's saying, the driver's seat is my seat. You get in the passenger seat, 
buckle up, put your helmet on, because if you want to live for me and not for the world, I will take you on a wild, crazy adventure. Step number one is you putting me in the right place and you getting in your right place. And that's an opportunity that we can have today to see that true transformation take place in your heart, in your mind, and in your soul. And Josiah, do you want to take us there today? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for everyone watching on mm-hmm. YouTube, everyone joining in, streaming with this FYI um, for young individuals community and you came to seek and to save the lost. God, I thank you that you did for us what we could never do for ourselves through the power of the cross that you died, you were buried, you uh, were rose again, you ascended into heaven on high and you're at the right hand of the Father now advocating on our mm-hmm. behalf. And I pray for the person who's discouraged listening. God, would you heal them? Would you help them? Would you hold them? And would you give them hope? Thank mm-hmm. you that we can hold on to hope because mm-hmm. you hung on the cross. And I'm, mm. I'm just, God, believing and declaring a new beginning for anyone listening who wants to respond to salvation to say, I admit I've sinned. I believe in the Savior. I confess and forsake my sin. And God, I just pray for... Um, God, that you would lift the listener's head, mm-hmm. that you'd lift our spirit. God, that you'd teach us to renew our hope and to renew our strength in the Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. And if you prayed with us today, mm-hmm. it's an honor to help you um, start your faith and stir up your faith. And if you would do us a favor mm-hmm. and go to www.fyi-podcast.com, Mm-hmm. Click on respond to faith if you want to follow Jesus and our team will reach up with some follow-up, mm-hmm. some next steps with some resources and we would love to hear from you. So if you put your faith in Jesus, mm-hmm. if you're not sure if you have peace with God but you'd like to, please visit the website fyi-podcast.com. Click on respond to faith and put your faith in Jesus today. Our team wants to help you. You can reach out through Instagram DMs Mm -hmm. and let us know if you're putting your faith or recommitting to Jesus. We want to celebrate and cheer you on and join in this journey with you. So until next time, this is Josiah and Micah. Talk soon. Love you guys. And we're praying for you.